<laughs> Aisha, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Joy? <laughs> so, so we, we just met. Uh, yes. <laughs> but although I, I know all about you because when I was um, going through the finalists for the Shuttleworth Fellowship, yes. um, I read all about you and was Googling you and stuff like that. That's although awesome. you didn't know that I was involved in No, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I, I was so excited about Shuttleworth but didn't really grasp what was going on behind the scenes, so that's that was cool. I only saw when I saw your tweet, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, um, can we start, because this is fun, because this is our first meeting, so you, you guys all get to see it, um, but tell me a little bit about what you do in, in, in New Harvest. Sure. Um, so, New Harvest is a research institute. We're completely funded by donors, mm -hmm. and our whole goal is to make foods from cell cultures instead of from animals. And the reason for that is that there's an upper limit on what we can do with livestock farming. And that's your website. Yes, that is. So these are actually some of our projects, um, producing milk using a yeast fermentation, so kind of like brewing beer, but milk comes out instead. Uh, similar with producing egg proteins. And then on the side there, we have meat produced in cell culture. So that's a little bit different technology than using like yeast. Um, and it's much more, I guess, further into the future, but the idea that you collect muscle cells and then grow them. So can I ask some questions while you're talking? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't remember his name. He's this crazy artist who I like. But, but Oran. He, Oran. Right. Yeah. So, so one of the things that Oran, is <laughs> funny, you just knew from crazy artists was enough. Um, Oran, when he um, uh, showed me this stuff, because he's also an artist, he shows how ridiculously stupid it was because it took like cows and cows yes. of material to make this little tiny steak. So yes. it, it, so he's almost sort of ironic about it. And so yes. I, I guess my question to you is, um, does it work in, at scale? I mean, is, is, or is it just, because that was what I, that was one of the things that I was sort of trying to noodle on when I was looking at Yes. It. So one of the, so this self-cultured hamburger, it was more proof that this is like physically possible, mm -hmm. but not much novel science came out of it. Essentially what we were doing was a, a laboratory experiment that anyone could do, which is multiple, multiply muscle cells and culture, and then they did it like thousands and thousands of times. Mm -hmm. So when you looked at it... But what's it was, the food for the culture? It's also from cows. It's okay. a fetal bovine so, so, it's so, still, so it's still... That burger was worse than a regular burger by many, many times over. Yeah. Um, and involves many more animals. But what it showed is that it was possible. Mm -hmm. And so what New Harvest's goal is, is it, instead of working towards creating oh, these prototypes. Somebody says Twitter link doesn't work. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, apologies. Uh, why is it um, The live uh, tech support is also very interesting. <laughs> no, it, it, I think it works for me. I think you have to log in to Facebook, and I apologize if you don't have Facebook. I will be putting this onto YouTube, um, and next time when I have my new setup, I, so the, I'll talk about tech later. Okay. So, 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 right now, the demo that you, the, 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 the test that you did took more calories of cow than the calories you produced, right? That actually wasn't uh, work that we funded. That okay. was funded by Sergey Brin. Okay. Okay. Um, so the work that we funded is is different because it's it's all academic work that is going to be published. The the goal is to do these kind of incremental steps that get us towards producing cells in. in in mass culture. Okay. So one of the most exciting projects that we're doing right now is creating the very first turkey cell line. Mm -hmm. So all this time we had thought that growing cows and, and pigs would be, or I mean beef and pork would be easier because they're so much like humans and we know so yeah. much about human cells. But it turns out that 
avian cells are actually really easy to grow. Mm -hmm. And we found a researcher in North Carolina who had been keeping turkey cells since 1993 because he's been wanting to do this project for so long, but he just couldn't get support from huh. the existing funding channels. Wow. So we found him, we found an amazing student named Marie who's working with him, and they are creating the first turkey cell line so that anyone who wants to do culture meat research mm -hmm. can just order these cells like you would order like mm -hmm. stem cells and stuff. Because right now you can't order meat cells, which is weird considering how common it is. Yeah. So I actually wanted to show you a video of the status of those turkey cells. Okay, so that is this cell peeling thing. Yes. Oh no, it's that's... Oh no, 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 no that's Dan. <laughs> Maybe it's a little... Oh no, we have so many photos now. Maybe it's scroll up a little bit. Maybe they got but hold on, I'll get I have it over here. Okay, so these are turkey cells that are growing on a plate and they've matured enough that now they are beginning to contract like our own muscles do. And they're contracting so much that they're actually peeling themselves off the plate, almost like rolling up into a turkey nugget, essentially. Wow. So for us this is so so exciting. Yeah, it's like rolling up like this. And for us, it is so incredibly exciting because uh, this research we funded, it was maybe $19,000 in, which is way, way cheaper than the that cell culture hamburger. Yeah. And we're actually creating like novel science in the process. But let me, sorry, I'm, I'm going to keep going at this until I, I feel like I get it. So, but uh, talk about the food again. So, so what are you feeding this thing? Oh, this is still not animal free. Okay. So this is being but, fed but the, chicken serum. Okay, well what's the goal on the, the goal, food side? So the goal is to create foods that have a way, way smaller environmental impact than okay. foods from animals today. Okay. And it's not just about the environmental impact. When you have a ton of livestock in one place, you also have, you know, public health issues like viruses and mm -hmm. flus and things like that mm -hmm. generating it, antibiotic resistance. Um, and it's also just the inhumane treatment of animals. Like yeah. the more efficient that we get with our livestock production, the less good it is for animals. So yeah. it's the idea that we can produce meat, milk, and eggs, and various other products directly mm -hmm. instead of through kind of this animal bioreactor. We have like an actual bioreactor. Should we turn off the air conditioning? Okay, sure. Sure. Um, so the uh, okay. So 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 you're not actually trying to be. Well, no, but it's, 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 you know, this is, I actually, at the Mila, we often talk about the end of the artificial, right? Yes. Because you, now that you have synthetic stuff, you can't really tell whether it's synthetic or whether it's natural, right? And so, right. in a way, you're saying that um, while you are using muscle, mm -hmm. if it's produced in a way that's humane, right. where it's ecologically safe, yes. and doesn't hurt the ecosystem, that it's not vegan, but it's not... Right. Animal flesh eating. Well, well that's animal flesh, but it's not animal, right? What's right. How do you describe it? You must have thought about that. Well, we call it cell cultured meat because we think the most important part of it is that it's produced from cell culture. Yeah. I mean, cells want to multiply. That's, you know, natural. Mm -hmm. um, but instead of growing a whole organism, we're just focusing on the thing that we need in the end. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and you do, do you think that you will always need some sort of... Because so, it, it feels like, you know... If you have to kill a bunch of animals to make synthetic right. meat, it's, that's not it, right? So, so what what do you think a possible energy source is? 
do you, is it, can it be plant-based, do you think? That I think it can be plant-based. Okay. I think the main reason why we rely so heavily on these fetal serums in in tissue culture is because we've never had to find something else. Yeah. It's it's expensive, it's like a by byproduct, it's available and it's like a magic right. ingredient. Like it has everything and yeah. it just works. And, and, and in, a, in a way, I mean I'm an internet guy, so you're currently working on a particular layer. Yes. And once you figure out that that layer works, you can go to the next layer, which exactly. is how do how do we feed these things, right? Exactly. And, say, so, and you're confident that you can do that. Yeah, so we, we think that the cells are like the, the most basal layer, and then yeah. after we figure out the cells, we can figure out how to feed the cells in a better way. Mm -hmm. By the way, you can see all the likes flying across the screen. Oh, right so cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, um, all right, so, so that was one of my questions. And then the other question I had, which I, I made up an answer while I was looking at your thing, but, um, um, but, but, I, but I think it's correct. I want to run it by you, or we'll have to take away your fellowship. Um, is, is, um, so, because cause to me, I feel like the, the taste of meat is, obviously has a bunch of connections to um, uh, existing recipes, existing cultures, and stuff like that. But to me, thinking about what could you produce in terms of taste that we don't have, right? right and, and, exactly. and then I was wondering why you pick these sort of fundamental kind of American staples, right. or not American, but, but staple meats, as the, well, the turkey's kind of interesting. Right. Um, but I guess maybe because we know a lot about it. But are you trying to then go from there to start creating synthetic, um, like, soil that actually tastes interesting and working with chefs and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I often think about the first time that we used biotechnology and it was when we started fermenting foods. Yeah. And and I say this so many times that when we, we could never have looked at milk and wanted it to be solid and stinky with like bubbles in it. We could have never imagined cheese. Yeah. But we could get there because we came up with this biotech process to mm -hmm. get there with, mm -hmm. with like living cultures. So our idea is if we start developing these tools and methodologies to produce foods in a different way, mm -hmm. we actually open up like a whole new world of foods that we had never ever experienced before. Right. So right now we're, we have this awesome proposal um, where a researcher wants to be using vegetables mm -hmm. as a scaffold for meat cells to grow on. Okay. So muscle cells need to attach onto something yeah, yeah. For, for them to contract. Okay. And so you can actually like decellularize or remove a lot of the material for vegetables mm -hmm. and then fill it with meat cells instead to fill oh, it interesting. in. And then you kind of have like a meat mushroom, for example. So it's kind, it's kind of like... Kind of a like stuffed. Yeah, <laughs> like a uh, crab, so, <laughs> like crab cells in the, yeah. in the mushroom. So, so, so it, it's it's interesting. So, so are you so you're talking to chefs? I mean, you know, we have Ariel from Noma is, yes. is in our lab. Well, you're working with Caleb, I guess. You, you're bumping into so yes. you know, like some. Cows. And I know Ariel, and I know David also at, at Noma. Okay. Okay. Um, awesome. So, yeah, and I met Sam recently. Because that was the other thing was like a lot of people said, "Oh, it's not gonna taste good." But the point right. is to make it taste good, right? It's funny because people think like this is like the removal of culture from food, whereas I would argue that it's the introduction of a new one. And we haven't mm -hmm. really had an introduction of a new one for a long time. Yeah. And also in the past, the introduction of new food cultures have been more like moving towards chemical stuff, like mm -hmm. petrochemical synthesized flavors and fragrances. Mm -hmm. And now we have this ability to move into biological ones, which in a, in a way is more yeah. natural yeah. because at least it starts from the sun. But mashing it together with plants, I, I was just thinking about that even more. That that's pretty neat, right? Yeah. I mean, because because again, I think you could even automate the process so that you end <laughs> yes. up with like a like a, 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 
a turkey pepper at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to try that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and, and are you working with microbiome stuff as well? You talked about fermentation. I mean, I think that, but I guess that's still further. Yeah. Down, right? Not really. Not yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the main thing though that you're doing, which is I think amazing, but I want to also check to make sure I understand it properly was that you're trying to do this as a community in an open effort, not yes. a startup trying yes. to make a billion dollars um, with some patents, right? Yes, correct. So um, we believe that this research is just so early that we have an opportunity to create, to essentially design a food system based around food science that's never been done before. Mm -hmm. And if I were to, to go back and redesign a food system, I would make it all open because, it, I mean, everyone needs food and we have a limited planet. Yeah. It should be something that everyone has access to. So our, our goals, especially at this stage, which is like the very, very fundamentals, cells, I think they should be open because they're like code, like if you, they're tools. Yeah. If everyone has access to those cells, that means everyone can develop their own cultures and maybe we get a huge diversity in terms of what meat can be compared to like four companies controlling 90% of the meat yeah. production. And, and, and also, I mean, I feel like um, when you have a new technology, like, uh, like I, I think Monsanto didn't do us a favor by making the first GMOs about, you know, oppressing poor people, right? If the first GMO had been, well, I mean, sort of, <laughs> okay. but, 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 but making things that are hard to copy and proprietary, right. Right? right? Instead of saying, open sourcing golden rice. If that had been the first application, right, right. people have a very different view of GMOs, but I think if, exactly. you, if you're patenting and controlling and making, you know, seeds that can't produce seeds, I mean, then, then you're, you're, you know, people are obviously not going to be yeah. super happy well, about it, right? That's the thing, like, GMO is a tool, corn is an application, mm -hmm. golden right. rice as a tool got a bad rap, just one application. Yeah. And I think we should be thinking of cell-cultured foods, especially these cell cultures, as a tool, mm -hmm. not an application, because one turkey cell like this one mm -hmm. can lead to like a hundred iterations of what turkey can be in the future yeah, that I yeah. can't even come up with. Yeah. That you actually want a community to come up with. Yeah. And that's the open source idea. Yeah. Right? Is that other people will hack your stuff and make it better yeah. most of the time. <laughs> well, and, and for food, wouldn't you want it to be about diversity? I mean, yeah. I think that's the most resilient and like exciting way to go forward. So, 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 so how is this structured? So, you, so, so New Harvest is a nonprofit. Yes. So we are we are a five hundred one c three. We're funded by four hundred and twenty or so donors. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have any single benefactor, so that we're not beholden to any one person yep. or one group, which is really cool. And we kind of have. Uh, Right now, we give seed grants to mm -hmm. researchers around the world who are interested in doing things that we think are particularly like catalytic. So we think this cell line, for example, is catalytic because yep. it, it obviously grows into so much. So, so you collect funds and then you grant them out again. Yes, but it's not. we're not just like a re-granting organization because we ensure that all the grants we give, all of those researchers have to work together mm -hmm. and also they have to use each other's tools. Okay. So. Once we have the turkey cell done, we can work with the scaffold people who can now use that cell to to put it onto the vegetables or to develop media for it that are plant-based. Okay. But so there's kind of like a stepwise strategy. There's things you can do simultaneously, but there is like a master plan yeah. at, at some level. And then in addition to this, we are building our very own lab to ensure that everything is like actually open source. So we could bring up one of the photos okay, of the so, lab. So which one do you want? Uh, lab with Guy. Lab with guy. There we go. <laughs> that guy's name is Dan. So this is a lab that we're building 
um, with help. Is this the Dan? Yeah. Yes, it's Nat Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> hey, hi, Dan. He's in the Netherlands right now. Um, so this is a lab that we're building with Shuttleworth and also with a lot of our donors. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually in a cave under Paris. And the whole hmm. point of it is to be developing more and more, more cell lines. What, what we pitched as a cell menu um, uh -huh. and making sure that those are completely open source. And the reason why we're doing our own lab for that is because with universities, it's not always easy to keep everything completely open. And so we mm -hmm. think that this will be a, an inexpensive way to have a really creative environment for open source research. Interesting. And, and how many people do you have in your, like, how, is, this, is this a big organization? Or? Yeah, it's very hard to understand. So. As a, as a team, we're only three full-time staff. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of our researchers, we're funding uh, three projects right now with multiple uh, people working on each of them. Mm -hmm. And then we have a pipeline of a lot of proposals that we want to have funded. I see. Um, so our only limiting factor is, is money, and that's because we've been so adamant about being just philanthropy funded yeah. instead of... And, and you're not thinking about like building a little startup on the side or like... Well, actually, I mean, we, this all started because I built startups on the side. Yeah. So when when I first started with New Harvest in January of 2013, we mm -hmm. had like zero dollars. And I was wondering how someone like me who is like not independently wealthy could start mm -hmm. my own research institute. <laughs> yeah. So we had like $30,000 in the first year and that was just convening like a community of people who really cared about this work. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, I was like, okay, we got to start doing some science. So we created two companies. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is called Perfect Day Now. They were previously called Roofery, and they are the ones making milk and cell culture. Okay. okay. And so they are VC funded. When it came time for their first investment, I actually gave up my, my founding equity and put it, gave it to New Harvest instead. Mm -hmm. So in the event that Perfect Day makes us a lot of money, then, then New Harvest can use that to fund early stage research. So it's kind of like a That's future endowment. Yeah. And then the same thing happened a little bit later where we started this team making mm -hmm. uh, egg whites and cell culture and New Harvest also owns equity in that. Interesting. Yeah, so that was just a way to get projects going when we had no money. But after that, people started to understand, okay, I get what New Harvest does and it's not science fiction. Like this is, mm -hmm. there, are, there is a pathway there that's very clear. Yep. And so we started giving grants and supporting researchers after that. We had our very first conference, which was cool because this group of people had never been in one room before, mm -hmm. like three, 300 something people. Um, we also had a workshop where we brought in companies, like major, major food companies to expose them to what we were up to. Because there's so much conversation about like regulatory questions. Uh, what do big companies think? That it's important to just bring everyone in the mix even when it's so early. And so then who are your competitors? I mean, there must be for-profit companies thinking, oh, we're gonna own this. Uh, or are they yeah, friends? I mean, we're all friends. It's it's too small, it's a small to be. Community, yeah. It's too small to have competitors at this stage. Mm -hmm. What's this bioreactor? Oh yeah, so um, so <clears throat> that's Jess and Marie. I don't know if it's flipped on your side. So Jess is the one on top of the Joyito logo, and yeah. then Marie's on the other side. Yeah. And Marie is the researcher working on the turkey cells, mm -hmm. and Jess is actually. Hey, hi, Marie. Yeah, Marie's, oh no, that's a different Marie, that's a different but, Marie. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Jess is working on all kinds of like DIY built bioreactors in Ohio and Jess is in North Carolina and I'm excited about both of those places because they're like agriculture places mm -hmm. um, and I think it's important to have agriculture happening in agriculture places in mm -hmm. addition to on the coasts. 
but this is a bioreactor where the cells will be growing next. So after this, the, the peeling part, now yeah. they're going into this big bioreactor to show that we can actually grow a lot of them. And, and, and again, this is where you sort of start to need scaffolding, right? Because, or not? So, yeah, uh, no. So, what we believe is that if you actually want to grow a lot of cells and mm -hmm. do this efficiently, you have to make your cells able to grow in suspension. Okay. And, and then, then eventually you, you can put it How do you do texture on. and stuff like that? Is it just, yes. that's, that's a secret sauce? So, well, no, that's the next thing, is that yeah. after we know that we can grow a bunch of cells, we figure yeah. out what we can put them onto. I see, I see. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, 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 so you've got the turkey thing, you've got this bioreactor, what's the next thing you need to invent after this? Or I guess they're all running in parallel right now. The, the serum-free media is the thing that is a big hole. Yeah. Because yeah. right now there are actually lots of proprietary ones, but they're yeah. proprietary, which means you actually have no idea where they came from. I see. And you also don't know where, how those ingredients were made. And so, also they may not be animal-free. So yeah. there's just so many empty holes. So, so, so who, and that's interesting, I would be curious about how you think about who might have the answer to that, because it's possibly not obvious, right? Well, we think everybody has an answer. <laughs> so we think, so it, it's a project that we're thinking of is how we can do the serum-free medium research in a way that's like very distributed. Mm -hmm. Because there may be many, in the way that there's many things you can feed to an animal, there's yeah. probably a huge variety of things you can feed to cells. Right. And probably each of those comes with their own flavor and benefits and all that kind and, of and stuff. And what are, what are the elemental components of that? That you, What are the basic sort of ingredients that you need to feed a cell? Um, well, like amino acids, yeah. fats. So, 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 so in, a way, in a weird way though, most of those things are things that are generated by animals, right? I mean, it's, it's it, 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 the cost of actually putting those things together completely synthetically is pretty hard, right? Or do plants make most of those things as well? And we're, it's hard, though. Plants right? make most of those things. I guess the original source is a plant. So basically what you're trying yeah. to do is take what animals do to plants to create those and figure out a process to do that, right? Yes. We think, like, algae, for example, could okay. be a very okay. promising source because yeah. you can produce a lot of fats yeah. and carbohydrate and proteins from it. Okay. Um, the, the reason why serum is so magical is because it's what you feed a growing fetus, so it has like mm -hmm. every single thing, right, and right. and an important part of that are these like growth factors and signals yeah. that tell the cells to mature. I see, I see. So it's actually not just like the food, food stuff, it's but the, it's yeah. the signals too. Yeah, the, the, okay, because because the environment has to feel to the cell like it's the environment that it should grow in. Right. Right. So, yeah, okay, and, and 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 I guess the question would be also if you think about synthetic biology and genetics, can you fiddle that so that it feels at home in different Fiddle the muscle cells? The, or the, the, the genetic code. The, I don't know how much we know about what makes the gene or the, the, the cell understand its microenvironment, but or do we not know anything about that yet? Uh, I think, you know, we've thought about ways that we could alter the cell so that it makes its own signals for itself. Yeah, I see. We know stuff, but we don't know everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, <laughs> especially when it comes to these turkey cells, like, it, it's kind of a... Not a new frontier because so much research has been done with so few organisms. Mm -hmm. So, so Marie's saying. Oh yeah, that is the Marie. So she's saying there's a serum-free medium for turkey cell proliferation. Just to find out um, recombinant or plant-based alternatives to make it completely. Okay, okay, so what she's saying is there's one that isn't serum, mm -hmm. which is like from the heart of a fetus. Yeah. yeah, but it still has animal products in it. I see. I see. But it's still better. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. 
But it, but this is also to me very. I love this in a media lab kind of way because you have to pull in so many people from so many disciplines, and you never know where you might find the person who is yeah. thinking about this. And this is a perfect thing for open. Yeah, absolutely, for, absolutely. Right. Well, that's really cool. Um, I don't know if you have anything you want to talk about. Do you want to? Well, were there other photos that we put up there? Um, well, you know, there was, I think that was mainly it. I mean, there's, I, I, I while you were talking, I put up the equipment without Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I, I would just add, like, it's it's not easy to do this research, such expensive stuff on mm -hmm. on a nonprofit budget. So if anyone out there is really interested in mm -hmm. supporting this research, there's, there isn't really a, a single person or country or anyone taking ownership of it, which is kind of cool, yeah. but it also presents an opportunity, like, if you mm -hmm. want to get involved, you can be a pioneer now. Like, Marie got in touch with me several months ago, and I would consider her, like, a pioneer in cultured meat yeah. research now, because yeah. she's doing stuff that no one has ever, ever done before. And, and, and how, how do people, I mean, where, you're based here in New York. Yes. And how, so people just, should just look up your address and, like, bang on your door? What, what do, how should people reach out to you? Uh, just email me. Isha, okay. I-S-H-A, at new-harvest.org. Okay, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll put, and, and, I, and I've linked to you on, on Facebook so they can yeah. send you a message. Yeah, we're really, really accessible. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, Isha. Thanks so much, Joey. Right. This is really cool seeing how this works on the other side. I know. <laughs>